0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
1: No purchase necessary. DW Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions
0: 18 plus.
2: Barely Legal is brought to you by LegalZoom.com.
0: This is Barely Legal. Barely Legal with Joe Escalante.
3: It's the Barely Legal Radio program live from Hollywood, if by Hollywood you mean. Burbank across the street from a wiener schnitzel that sells beer. Fourth of July weekend. A lot of people don't want to work on this weekend, but uh, we're here. We've got Miguel, our producer. Connor, sitting behind the controls. Thank you for being here, Connor. You can turn your microphone on and talk whenever you're comfortable. That's the, that's the rule here. In fact, I might talk to you all the time. Miguel is uh, pretty slow on the button, so I am. sometimes I, rep- I, re- I rely on the engineer, otherwise'm and most of the time my engineer is just on his uh, phone talking to someone else, not listening to the show. so um, maybe we'll get more out of out of Connor. okay, this is live 13th Sunday in ordinary time, if you're following by the uh, the Roman uh, church calendar. The Barely Legal Radio program is entertainment law, intellectual property, and we'll answer your questions if you call us. But if you don't call us, you just got to hear me talk about entertainment law and intellectual property. Does that sound fun to you? Well, then why don't you call the program? 877-520-1150, 877-520-1150. Who calls this program? People that uh, have questions about the entertainment industry and they don't want to open up a can of worms with a You know A lawyer Or maybe their lawyer Won't answer the questions Because they haven't paid their bill So here you go You call me And uh, I got all the answers And I don't try to sell you anything Because I don't practice law But I have a license hmm I keep it just for this show And other things You know why I keep my license Miguel? Why? Because People I know Keep getting in car accidents And then they go Hey do you need a lawyer And then I refer them to this guy who's really good, and then the guy sends me money. <laughs> it's the best. You had a percentage. As long as there's no injuries, I'm really happy with it. That's good. Yeah, but you got to keep your license. Or you can't do that. And uh, some people do it anyway. If you're if you're referring, if you're running around getting cases for a lawyer, that's called capping. It's illegal. You have to have a uh, license to be doing that kind of stuff. But people do it anyway. Uh, But, you know, people do a lot of stuff. So you got questions about legal stuff, you call here. If your question isn't exactly about the entertainment industry, I might take it anyway because sometimes I'm just feeling that it might be a good call or I'm desperate. We do this every week here on KEIB AM 1150, The Patriot, from 5 to 7. Proud to be brought to you by the good folks at LegalZoom. LegalZoom, you go to their website. I think it's called LegalZoom.com, but they drop the .com from their name, so, you know, I guess they don't think you need it, but I'd go to LegalZoom.com and you type in uh, VANDALS, V-A-N-D-A-L-S. That's a referral code. That's how you save money there. Why would you go there? Well, you go there for legal stuff, documents, online document service. Are there lawyers there? No, nah, it's self-help services at your specific direction. But they do have one pretty cool thing that does involve a lawyer. If you, ha- if you need a trust or a will, get this thing called the estate planning bundle. Hot new product over there. State Planning Bundle will give you a a will or a trust, tell you how to fill it out, and give you the services of a lawyer so you can, you know, sometimes you you don't know if you need a trust or a will or both. But you don't want to have a a lawyer just billing you by the hour and you don't know how much it's going to cost. This is one flat price. You get all that done and you can sleep at night knowing uh, where all your stuff's going to go. All right, LegalZoom.com. And see what else we got here. Phones are lighting up. It's good. Good news. And I just don't know if I ever want to get into these stories uh, before the break. What do you think, Connor? we got a lot of time. Got a lot of time. Let's see. What did I do this week? Oh, well, nothing that exciting. So I'm going to go straight into the stories. Like, Who's this guy? Should we take his call now? Yeah, he seems cool. He seems cool. All right. Yeah. Let's take his call now. Hmm. All right, people, this is how you do it. George in North Hollywood. You're on the air. Thanks for calling. Okay, hello? Yes. Yeah. Can you hear me? I can totally hear you. Can you hear me?
4: Uh, yes, I can hear you well. Nice to talk to you. Listen to you all the time. Thank you. Uh my question is, um, I live in North Hollywood and I have a friend. He's back in Indiana. And um, uh, He's been making copies of the, the movie All Eyes on Me. I think that's the, the mm, new popular. Tupac Shakur. Popular movie, Tupac. Right. So is that out now in the theaters? Yes. Okay, but he's been making copies, and he's announcing on his Facebook page that he has copies of it. He's making, selling for $3. Three
3: $3?
4: So my question is—, See, is I can save, evil? I could
3: save like $13. Who's your friend, George. What's his name? Yeah, let's, we got to get on this. I gotta pay. I can save a lot of money. Do that? Is that legal? That is absolutely illegal. But everything Tupac did was pretty much illegal too, from the (laughs) looks of him, because he looks like he's outside the law. When I see these velvet paintings of him at the indoor swap meet, I don't know too much about him, but I think he had no respect for authority, and that was part of his appeal. Am I getting it right? Right. So maybe. So maybe this is cool, even though it's totally illegal. Uh huh. So yeah, they can't. Here's here's the deal, George. If that's your real name um, that's my real name <laughs> Here's the deal. you make these people make movies and they sell them like that. mm, totally illegal, and it's against federal law. there's federal copyright law, so they come to the FBI comes down on people like that mm-hmm. and they try sometimes they'll make examples of people like that sometimes okay. sometimes they go to prison right now. we don't even have room in the prisons for the for the drug dealers and the uh people who rape other people on date rape drugs. Right. So, so we don't. So he's probably not going to jail for this, but it is. It is illegal. And you know the idea being that you know millions of dollars are invested in these movies, and if nobody pays for them, nobody's going to invest the money, and all our all our movies are going to be crap because no mm-hmm, one, no one right. will invest the the money in the movies anymore because people just steal them. Mm-hmm. So it's it's bad. It's vulgar. It's. Uh, you know, it's it's low-hanging fruit. Like, hey, I I made a copy of this DVD, DVD and I sold it. Mm-hmm. That's pathetic. That's almost as bad as selling beets for a living. Would you agree yeah. with me, George?
4: I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah.
3: So um, so I'm not impressed by this guy. Uh, It is illegal, and if he puts it on his Facebook page, he's also a dum-dum. That's evidence, right? I, I, I call it really good evidence. Yeah, that's what he's been doing. Oh, geez. He needs to get a job.
4: Does he have a job? Well, he says he's a disc jockey.
3: Ah, like a disc jockey, yeah. like like uh, like if I played a record right now on the radio, or is he a DJ that goes that has parties? No, and, and he does like party, yeah,
4: block parties. party. He wears a
3: hoodie with with a, 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 a loud print on it. No, I never seen him with a hood on. Oh, you yeah, no. haven't seen the hood? Okay. No, no. Uh, I guess that's like kind of five years ago, how huh, ago? The the yeah, the, the hoodie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just I'm I'm old.
4: But um, I was concerned, and I said, well, he's putting it on Facebook. I don't think that's legal, so.
3: Why does it? Why? Why? Why people got to do this to Tupac? What did Tupac ever do to someone? To anyone else? Did he do? Anything, well, did he do anything bad? No, I don't think so. Well, someone yeah, killed him, was, right? Someone killed him. He, yeah, he was in jail who, I think, allegedly. for whatever. Allegedly, so who the He one didn't that, respect authority that much. No, who was the one that killed him?
4: I don't think uh the other. Like well, they good. don't know for sure but the other big time rapper. uh, uh okay. Knight. Okay, wait a, wait, a, wait, a wait a second. Wait a
3: second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Hold on, George. Connor, you're you're talking, but your microphone's not on.
5: My microphone's
3: not on. I can't hear it. You can't hear it. No. <laughs> no, I don't hear it either. Uh, hey, George, you don't mind if we if we set set some levels here, do you? Yeah.
5: I still can you hear me now?
3: Now I can. Now you can. Okay. But still, it's, maybe it's your mic technique. You gotta get closer to it.
5: Yeah. 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 Uh. I don't know.
3: There you go. I can hear you. Okay. okay, so what did you what do you have to say about this Tupac controversy? Is he the one that was shot in Las Vegas? Yes,
5: that was him in 1996. Right. I, yeah. Coming out of like a boxing fight. I think yeah. it was a Mike Tyson fight. Don't quote me on
3: that. Okay, so he gets shot. Um, the legend lives. They make a movie. And they can't make a dime off it because because they charge sixteen
5: dollars a ticket to the movies. That's why they're not making money off it.
3: That keep keeps out the riff I
5: went with three friends to go see parts of the Caribbean. It was sixty seven dollars. I'm not going to pay people. that to go to the movies. Okay,
3: but seriously, if you're going to a Tupac movie, uh, sixteen dollars that's pretty good because it keeps out the 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 Tupac fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, they had a thing with him. Uh, I don't know, a couple of years ago, like a hologram. Oh, type George, thing you're,
3: you're talking to the right guy because I was there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were there. Oh, okay. I saw the hologram from like twenty feet away. Yeah, blew my mind. It's Co- at Coachella.
4: So they made a few million off of that, which
3: yeah, mm, you're you know. not you're not far off. They did make a few million off of that. Yeah, but they paid that to his estate, unlike what your friend is doing. With yeah, his Facebook page. Oh, you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe a portion of the sales go to the Tupac estate or the Tupac Foundation for. Uh, kids with, uh, whose pants don't fit.
5: That's what they should do it For like every 10 cents of a copy he sells, he'll donate 10 to like some kind of foundation in Tupac's name, and that way they might be a little, you
3: know. What Connor's talking about, George, is mitigation of damages. Mm-hmm. Now that's what you should talk to your friend about is say, hey, maybe a portion of these proceeds could go to some charitable organization to mitigate the damages when the FBI comes down on him. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what I'm talking about.
1: Okay. okay.
3: All right, George, you've been great. I've enjoyed All talking right. to you. All right, thank you. All right. Okay. God bless. Bye-bye. God bless. Bad, 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 advice.
4: bad advice. Bad advice. Bad advice is just the same as good advice. Everybody makes occasional mistakes, and that was bad
3: The Barely Legal Radio program. That call was so good, I might repeat that call in the, uh, in the next hour. I know we were planning to, to not do that, but I, 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 I kind of like that. I agree with you. So if you're hearing this twice, that's what happened. Um, all right, Barely Legal Radio will continue uh, right after we check the traffic. But, but if you want to call the program and be like George, eight seven seven five two zero eleven fifty eight seven seven five two zero eleven fifty. 877-520-1150. 877-520-1150. <laughs> It's the Barely Legal Radio program. Joe Escalante here. Every Sunday, from 5 to 7, with the entertainment law stuff. Entertainment law. 877 520 1150 is the number if you want to join us. Brought to you by Legal Zoom. You know the Legal Zoom referral code is VANDALS, V A N D A L S, the name of my uh, formerly credible punk band. But I'll tell you something about that punk band. It headlined uh, two theaters over the weekend and still going. That's a band, man. You, I start. I, 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 I got this band from ever since I was in high school, and it won't go away. And then just when I think it goes away, the agent calls and says, "Do you want to get paid a bunch of money for doing that same routine that you do?" Oh my gosh, uh, it's kind of embarrassing, but uh, but it works. Oh. Now, I've got a couple other things for you guys. Oh, speaking of Disneyland, that song was from Disneyland. Yeah, the Haunted Mansion, right? The Haunted Mansion theme is good, right? It's a good song. Great Right. Uh, Club 33, uh, Thursday, played this movie, The Happiest Millionaire. And they have a lounge. There's a bar inside uh, Disneyland. So I went there on Thursday, and you just sat in this most amazing room you've ever been in and watch a movie on a screen, not even that big of a screen, where you eat steaks and drink fine wine, and they bring you candy like it was a movie theater. And it was super fun. If you've never seen this movie, The Happiest Millionaire, uh, it's a, it's a musical. It's the last movie that Walt Disney ever made that was live action. And it's two hours and 56 minutes of song and dance. It was a very gay affair. And when I say gay, I mean... Happy. Yeah, like the way that 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 word used to be used, super gay. But it was also gay in the other way. <laughs> 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 it was super gay. Um. Anyway, it's so weird because like you know there was like a time when like at Disneyland where they wouldn't let gays dance with each other and all that kind of stuff. But it was the gayest place ever. But they were they wouldn't let gays dance with each other, and then they had a lawsuit.
5: And they're getting a little more progressive
3: now. It's all gay. Everything's gay. Every employee's gay. Uh, every every movie's gay. When I say gay, I mean happy.
5: Well, The Beauty and the Beast didn't that just come out with Emma Watson that had a gay character in it? So well, starting me, to get.
3: You know, let me tell you about that because I, 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 I was concerned because there were people saying, "Hey, you gotta, you know what? I don't think they should be introducing these kind of sexual ideas to our children. You know, at such a young age, we got to boycott this movie." Even people were like that, and I was like, "Well, you know what? Um, I hear you. You want to? We should protect our kids from." awkward weird conversations so let the parents do it or whatever so i go wow it's really bad if if that's what disney's trying to infiltrate and and uh, proselytize and influence but then i saw the movie and i'm like wow There's nothing it's subtle it's yeah, like it a, nothing. It a, yeah it was nothing it was it it wasn't any more gay than than uh uh miguel no no i'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No it wasn't any more gay than um uh, than like just anything that's ever been on tv where there was a uh, uh like a somewhat effeminate character that that was a little, you know, questionable. And that's they use that for comedy. They've been using it doing that for generations. So I don't know what the if you were boycotting that movie Beauty and the Beast, I think you can you can go watch it.
1: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. dot com.
4: It's my little escape.
1: Now Judy's the life of the party.
4: Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy Judy. <laughs>
3: But here's what you can't do. do you can't do what Kylie and Kendall Jenner do when they make t-shirts you're gonna you're not even gonna believe this. You might have to go to my facebook page um or if you don't want to go to my Facebook page barely legal radio with Joe Escalante where it is you can google Kendall and Kylie jenner uh dumbasses I think that would be and then this will come up uh the doors what's left of them have had to send a cease and desist to Kylie and Kendall Jenner because they make these T-shirts that I don't know if that's Kylie or Kendall on on that shirt. Uh, that is Kylie. Kylie. Okay, yeah. so Kylie Jenner is on this T-shirt, and then uh, uh, above her head, or oh no, Kendall, sorry, on top of it, Kendall is the the Doors logo, the the iconic rock band from the nineteen sixties and maybe a little bit of the seventies. So it just says The Doors, their logo, and it has a big, giant picture of Kendall Jenner. I don't even understand why. But they did it, and then they then they launch. I mean, it's like a formal launch of, of, of a merchandise uh, clothing line. Mm-hmm. And at least the shirts were only $125. Only. You know, it's not like they're going to rip off their fans. It's a bargain. So- the Doors, I mean, what are they thinking? Are, are they—that's like—I'd say that's probably dumber than anything President Trump has done on on Twitter since he's been in office. Because in President Trump, you're like, well, oh, maybe he's got an angle on this, and I see any—you know, makes his enemies mad, and he's making a point. This is just out of control dumb. This is—like, not only is it offensive to, to people who like The Doors, it, it's— Narcissism? it's a, Narcissism, thank you. It's nar it's blind narcissism. Like I you know what people would like? People like the doors and they like me. So I'm gonna put a picture of me and the doors, which who who this guy I met the other day who was totally cool, told me it was a really good band. He liked the band. It was like his favorite band. He had a tattoo. And then I listened to him on Spotify. It was really good. Can't believe I never heard of him. But anyway, um I think I want more like of an edgy image. So I was thinking we could do a line of shirts with me and the Doors. Ooh, I think that's probably what it's like to be around Kendall Jenner.
5: It's it's funny because you think about her and she's so famous, but you, you're like, what exactly has she done? Like, what is she? What has she really done?
3: She's managed a um an image, which is fine, fine. She can go to Las Vegas and someone will give her 150 thousand to 300 thousand to be there. For being just her.
5: For literally having, doing nothing, not having any... Being on a TV show. Must be nice.
3: Being on a TV show. Having a microphone strapped to her and having cameras follow her around. That's not fun. That is work. It sucks. And they have to go, today, we're going to go to the fire department. And the fire department is going to tell us how they fight fires. And these firemen are really good looking, by the way. And then they go and they... I I, I turned it on the other day just to see, like, really? Is and they were, um, they went to, they put on fire suits and they went, they, they went in an, in a smoking simulated uh, smoke filled room. Oh, they were laughing and giggling. And they, yeah, Kinda. and they like had an act. I look
5: so cute in my little fire hat.
3: Yeah, they did all that. They did all that. So it's work, and people watch it, and commercials are sold, products are sold. Great. I I, I don't hold that against them, but manage it a little better. And you know what happened is they lost like forty four thousand Twitter followers. Uh, Kylie did overnight. Um, because of this, because people were just so offended of, of what they do, and this is like, like the door. they did the same thing to Tupac and the same thing to um, the guy who played Potsy Weber on the popular series Happy Days, I Anson Williams, Williams, Anson Williams. Happy yeah, days. they did that to him too, and he's furious. Uh, no, they did it to like Biggie Smalls or Biggie whatever's, and we'll uh, say kind of that. they did all that. And, and Notorious B.I.G. They did it to him, and. And that his, you know, he's dead, and his mother's mad, and everyone's mad, and so they lost 44,000 Twitter, Twitter followers. So now she has to get by with a mere 21 million um She's got 95. 95 million? Oh, this, we, I, we have fake news right here. Maybe Instagram? We have fake news mm. from the Daily Mail. It says she had 20 million. All right, so, now that I've depressed you, I shall leave you. And... uh we will uh, play that song, uh, the Sonido song. I'm going to leave you with the, just a taste of the greatest song ever written. Can you find it, Connor? Connor's well, name. I have. Hang on. Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> Barely Legal Radio. Check
3: you out <laughs> <guy> later. <laughs>
0: I'm going to take you all to
1: please. It's the Barely Legal Radio yeah. program.
3: Joe Escalante here. It's 7 PM. Fairly legal radio program. What do we do here? Entertainment law, intellectual property. If you've got a question about the entertainment industry uh, on the business side, this is not acting lessons or anything like that. This is like, yeah, can I do this? Can I do that? Is someone going to steal my stuff? Or can I get away with stealing other people's stuff? That kind of thing. And if you want to call the program, it's 877 520 1150 877 520 1150 I don't know if you guys have seen this TV show called Feud on the FX channel, but I watched it. I watched all the episodes. That was great. You see it, Miguel? No, I don't have cable. Oh yeah, I forgot about it. Forgot about that. How about you, Connor? You just watch sports?
5: Uh, no, I watch FX. They actually have some really good shows. I haven't heard of Feud. Is that that's not like a game show? I think a Feud. I think Family Feud.
3: It was a Betty Davis Joan Crawford, uh, real life story of their feud making the movie. Whatever happened to Baby Jane?
5: Okay, interesting, interesting. Very
3: interesting. Very. Un- what do you like on FX? What do that? Else, uh, else? I
5: watch have? the show Archer a lot. Oh, um, that's a good one. And then there's another show starting. It's. I feel like shows about drugs are becoming really big. There's another show yeah. they have starting. That I think is kind of along the lines of like Narcos and Breaking Bad. Hmm. Um, People like drugs, and they have good movies on FX. So <laughs> I'll throw it on every now and then. Mainly like superhero movies, but they have some good stuff.
3: Good channel. Well, uh, Feud was great. So they make a movie just about a a real feud. Or how real was it? Well, that's where we get into the legal issues of that. They have a legal feud of their own now. Olivia de Havilland, a very famous actress from the golden age of Hollywood, famous actresses. She is suing the network and Ryan Murphy Productions over the, her portrayal in the series by America's beloved Catherine Zeta-Jones. And what they did in this movie is they showed the feud and how they got hired to make this movie and Betty Davis wanted to make this movie to save her career. And they said, hey, you got to get Joan Crawford in it or the movie's not going to get financed and she didn't want to do it. And then they had this bitter rivalry on the set and just drove each other mad. Really cool. But in a complaint filed Friday in L.A. County Superior Court, Olivia de Havilland claims she has, a, she has built a reputation for integrity and dignity by refraining from gossip and other unkind, ill-mannered behavior. But the series opens with Catherine Zeta-Jones doing an interview playing Olivia de Havilland and creates the impression that she was a hypocrite who sold gossip to promote herself. So, uh, you know, I mean, what do you do? We'll we'll talk about it because I got some answers. All statements made by Zeta-Jones as de Havilland in this fake interview, her complaint says, are completely false, some inherently so, others false because they were never said, writes attorney Suzelle Smith. FX defendants did not engage in protective First Amendment speech in putting false words into the mouth of Olivia de Havilland. In a fake interview, and did not and did not occur, that did not occur, and would not have ever occurred, because Olivia Havlan doesn't engage in these kinds of uh, conversations, and she's still alive. She was the only person in the movie that's still alive. So, if it's false, and it makes people spit on the ground, like, oh, I'm going to sell some gossip to promote myself. I find that distasteful. That's, that's the kind of stuff. If it's that level and it's false, it's defamation. But if someone's a public figure, you have to prove malice like they did it just to hurt her, not just to make money or anything or just because they were lazy. They, did, they have to prove that they, they did it to hurt her. And I'll tell you why in a second. The star says feud was designed to look like reality, but no one consulted her, the only person alive who experienced the events depicted. Murphy admitted as much in an April interview, that's the guy who made it, the producer, with the Hollywood reporter saying he never contacted de Havilland about a series because he didn't want to intrude. I didn't write Olivia because I didn't want to be disrespectful and ask her, did this happen, did that happen? What was your take on that? She also takes issue with Feud's references to her relationship with her sister. Get this. Zeta Jones' de Havilland refers to Joan Fontaine as her bitch sister. An offensive term, in case you didn't know, that stands in stark contrast with Olivia de Havilland's reputation for good manners, class, and kindness, writes her lawyer, Suzelle Smith. The actor says defendants knew or recklessly disregarded publicly available information that she is alive. She never gave an interview about the relationship between Davis and Crawford, and she maintains a reputation for avoiding gossip mongering. So, yeah, she says she's uh, never watched it, and I maybe she watched it now, but before she was asked if she watched it, she said, no, I don't like that kind of stuff. She didn't like even the even even the you know, so th- this is this is my question. What do we do if you want to tell a story using real people? And there's a lot of these programs being made, these real people, real things that came. Glow, you guys watch Glow on FX? No, F- I mean it's on a Netflix. Glow, Glow. anybody? I haven't gone into it. What's it's, it about? I have it's, Netflix. <clears throat> it's about a wrestling, women's wrestling TV show. Interesting. It was on in the eighties. And it's about the audition process and the actresses that they get that end up on it and how uh, they demean themselves or do they that kind of stuff. Uh, I watched the first episode; it's okay. I might keep going, but you know, a lot of real people with real conversations. So how do you how do you if you're a movie producer how do you avoid a lawsuit like this? Well, on this one, since the woman is still alive, I would just would have I would have had Catherine Zeta Jones play someone else that's dead. As long as you're making this stuff up, you didn't need to be Olivia De Havilland who's here. And can get lawyers and make your life miserable.
5: Wouldn't a disclaimer at the beginning of the show kind of protect them from the How the shows will say, you know, this is based off true historical events. Some things, names, events, locations have been dramatized for... Wouldn't that kind of protect the producers in that case? That,
3: that'll just be one sentence in the opening argument of a million-dollar, multi-million-dollar lawsuit. That someone's still going to have to pay the legal bills on it, even if they win. So you don't want to get involved in that. So... And then you're 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 negatively portraying somebody. So, do they have a First Amendment right to create these scenarios? If the the argument they're using that people might think it's real and it really happened, that's for a jury to decide. A jury going to sit there and go, I think people would think that's real. They think that that really happened. You know, when I watched it, I thought they were they must have this must be like a, a, an interview that actually happened. And when I watched it, I thought. Well, I see it's a story device, and so probably didn't happen. So for me, I didn't, I didn't make me think that Olivia de Havilland thought her sister was a bitch and all that kind of stuff. But I'm just one person. If you get a room full of 12 people, and, they, and they're convinced from a slick lawyer that, hey, well, they try to make you think this is real, and most people thought it was real, and then most people thought Olivia de Havilland was a horrible person, and why should, we, uh, why should she have to put up with that? And the answer is this, because she's a public figure, and our defamation laws aren't designed to protect public figures from just all the stuff that gets said about them all the time. If you're a public figure, stuff is always going to be said about you. People are going to say, if you're Babe Ruth, you're a bum. How many people said Babe Ruth is a bum? Oh, really? He didn't have a job and didn't support his family? Um, That's not true. Made people spit on the ground, Babe Ruth is a bum. <laughs> bum? Ah, oh, bums are terrible. But. Back then, people thought bums were terrible. Now they're lionized and they're heroes. <laughs> but um, back then, bad. But why Why isn't it defamation to call Babe Ruth a bum? Because he's a public figure, and people know that you're going to call Babe Ruth a bum. But you have, you have to show malice to get to get a defamation case going on, on, on something like this or like uh, Babe Ruth is a bum. You have to prove that there was malice. There was an actual attempt to harm Babe Ruth systematically by convincing the world that he being a bum was a fact. Not just like, ah, a bum. A bum could be a guy who supports his family but doesn't put away uh, money in a 529 fund for college. And that could be a bum. It's a subjective term. What is a bum? So that's not a fact. If someone said, uh, Babe Ruth uh, likes to... Um, It's hard to say really bad things without, you know, making the show salacious. And it is Sunday, so I I won't say anything bad. But if someone said, Babe Ruth... stock tips or he he uh, hacks into computers and gets inside information and that's how he makes his money uh by uh finding out inside information over uh IPOs that are just about to launch that would be something that would maybe make people spit on the ground and if you said that with the and it wasn't true and you were trying to Get him to get a bad credit report so you could buy a house in the hills that he was going to buy a house. Like this kind of like a malice. I'm going to create this thing, and I'm going to tell people lies about Babe Ruth, and I'm going to get that house. That's the kind of malice. That's complicated. No one even listening understood what I said. It's so complicated. But it's the kind of thing you would have to really systematically be trying to harm someone for a purpose of harming them. And Olivia de Havilland, right here, people are just like, that's just another— you know, one of the many arrows that have been slinged at, 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 at a Hollywood actress that no one really pays attention to. So there's not a lot of damages. How much? How much is, is Olivia Haviland damaged by this, Miguel? You think is she is she damaged? No, I don't even know who she is. Yeah, you yeah, know exactly. <laughs> she's retired. Yeah, yep. I mean she's a hundred. Connor, she's a hundred years old. You think what are the damages? I have
5: No idea. I, I don't think. I mean she's.
3: 100. I heard she was moved into a worse rest home because people thought she was a bitch to her sister. <laughs> No Maybe. it's like no, there's no there's no damages, so it's hard battle to fight f x is legally in a in a decent spot but but public relations wise you know they 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 made this poor old one hundred year old actress upset. i mean it wasn't necessary so but the show was good. I would watch it you know, on demand if you can. The barely legal radio program can be reached and disputed and argued with and at eight seven seven five two zero eleven fifty. So we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back after we check the traffic. And you can call me eight seven seven five two zero eleven fifty. Don't forget, we're brought to you by Legal LegalZoom, Legal Zoom, where if you type in Vandals, the name of my formerly credible punk band, you're going to save money on the documents there. And the estate planning bundle is the is the big one that you want to that you want to get, so you can get your trust or your will uh, sorted out. And there's a little legal advice that you get with that one for a flat rate, because normally Legal doesn't have lawyers. But for this one product, uh, eh, it's a little package. Everybody likes it. Legalzoom.com. Barely Legal Radio Program. Joe Escalante here. Every Sunday from 5 to 7 with the Entertainment Law Stop. All right, Connor. Lose it. Now you're just listening to the song. You like it, right? Catchy. Yeah, Puffy Yumi. They had a TV show that was the, the theme of their show, but they're just, you know, Japanese J pop stars. Have a show. You ever seen Baby Metal? I have not. Baby, we got some baby metal in there. You might want to play if you like that. I think they're playing. They were playing. They just played in Hollywood, and I, I didn't go because I'm an idiot. But I played with them in uh, Montreal last uh, year, I think. I'm going to Montreal on July 28th. I'll be back, though, in time to do the show. Let's see. The Barely Legal Radio program, entertainment laws, is what we do. going to entertain you. But you got to call the program, Okay. Did I give you the number? I'll give you it again. 877-520-1150, 877-520-1150. We've been following this story from ABC News, and very interesting, because ABC News did a story like they would do all the time uh, that slams a big business. Who are the enemies that that, that don't fight back? Big business. White males. They're always the villains in every show you see. Because they don't fight back. You ever see a crime a movie where the villain is a, a Guadala- Guatemalan woman?
5: <laughs> don't think you've made that That could be the next million dollar idea.
3: How come we, we can't hear him very well? I don't
5: know. Is it my mic? Yeah, you have to really? you have to talk yeah, into yeah, the yeah. mic. My mics are different than what these are different mics than I'm used to okay. regularly.
3: I gotta I gotta give you mic technique. You gotta get right up into it. Otherwise I can hear you more in my ears than I can through the headphones
5: another thing too is i don't have headphones because i couldn't find any around here so i can't <laughs> hear myself so there's always that
3: that's a problem so let's let's solve that someday now you're supposed to respond and then i go oh it still sounds terrible one day i tried to ask around so that's, a, that's and I, okay I, I, I
5: snooped into a few studios to try to mm, commandeer okay. a pair but to no success
3: you know johnny wendell comes up in the next hour with his gardening show and he's um, going to need headphones also Better be prepared for that. Oh he, d- he doesn't bring his own. I don't mm-hmm. know why. But I got him, though. He's not a professional like me. hmm Why don't you give yours to him? I don't have him right now. Maybe next segment. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's what ABC News did. They went, they went after uh, this company that made beef products to make beef more beefy. And some people had referred to this stuff as pink slime. But it's it's a food product, and the people that made it don't want to, it to be referred as pink slime because then less people will buy it. But no one really knew about it because it's just some ingredient in in beef. So ABC does this involved article on the beef industry, and then they but they really love this word pink slime. And they kept hammering it and hammering it into people's heads. This company makes pink slime, as if it's not food, and as if they're poisoning your children because it, it makes beef cheaper. So where would this stuff end up? Well, government programs that give free food to people, it would more likely to end up there than anyone else. So then the story became this company, BPI, they're called, Beef Products Unlimited or (laughs) International. I'd give them a better name. I'd go BPU. But Beef Products Inc., they um, accused of poisoning children, really. Makes you spit on the ground. Poison children, so that's defamation. Is it true? No. Are they a public figure? No. So we got a classic defamation case. So they went to sue, and somehow, they they ended up getting a trial date in Elk Point, South Dakota, where the beef company is going to show these people in South Dakota that these a Hollywood. Elites are trying to destroy the beef industry.
5: A smear campaign on. Them.
3: Yeah, smear ca- smear campaign. Smear
5: slime campaign.
3: A slime. They're getting slimed. Now, as soon as they found out they had to try this case in South Dakota, they should have uh, given up and tried to. Or ABC should have tried to settle right away, and I think they did. And then they never offered enough money because they were suing them for one billion dollars.
5: Billion with a B.
3: Yeah, a billion. Because they lost a lot of um, revenue. Yeah. Revenue went down. Tomorrow, they had to right. close down a bunch of plants. So they had provable damages. They had defamation, and they had a jury in South Dakota. So they said, "We're going all the way. We, 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 we want to hear what the jury has to say." And the and the trial began on June 5th, and it went for a while. And they're and they're giving their testimony. And at some point, ABC made an offer that said, "Look, we don't want to go into that jury room. Here is X amount of dollars. We don't know what it is. If it was the whole billion or uh, half of the billion." Or whatever, but ABC paid up, and we don't get to know because it was, you know, a settlement. That it was sealed. Find a
5: confidentiality. Yeah,
3: so we don't get to really know, but we can only speculate. I would say it is above five hundred million, and uh, below one billion. So you don't um, uh, mess with the beef industry. Oprah tried to do it too. She, she had a lot
5: of Job on that one.
3: Uh, ABC, nah, I think ABC's fine with going after the the beef industry, and I think they were, and they're, and they say we have to go, we have to fight for people that don't know what's going on in these, uh, companies, and that's what we do, and, and, and we're gonna, you know, take some hits every now and then. If I was in charge of ABC, I would, you know, I would, I would be like, I wouldn't go after the beef industry like that, but I would say, hey, this is what we do, you know, we gotta take chances. No one's getting fired. It's not like CNN fake news it's just that this is honest fake news i think as opposed to the cnn like vitriolic efforts to uh undo the uh election results and stuff they do they're just sitting there going we they think they're high and mighty and they got to change the world and so they're going to create fake uh stories these guys were like hey this is a pretty good story and i uh, don't you know it's this look kind of political cuz everybody hates uh the meat industry in the in the elite world but uh I don't think anyone would get fired for something like this. But uh I can fire you right now. If we don't go to this break soon and play some music. Yeah? Yeah. I got some <laughs> I, I know what I'm, I know
5: what we're going back with
3: too. Okay. The barely legal radio program will continue. Uh we got one more hour. And the the number if you want to call the program 877-520-1150. 877-520-1150. Oh. Monte here every Sunday from five to seven. As you are heading home from your weekend. Hey, you know what? Right now is the, this is a great weekend, right? It's it's Fourth of July weekend. It's it's only Sunday, and there's like two more of this. We got Monday. No one's going to work on Monday except me. Except for you. Except for you dedicated to the radio. And Miguel, are you working on Monday? Uh, yeah, I'm doing an overnight right after this. All right, it sucks mm-hmm. to be you guys, but for in general, <laughs> uh, Monday, and then I got Tuesday. Work Tuesday as well. Tuesday, wow. Me too. Good for you, both of you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, for a lot of people listening, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. There's no traffic, which I like. Right, there was no traffic coming up here.
5: Kind of nice working here, though, like on the holiday weekend, because there's nobody here. You just kind of feel like you can just kind of-
3: Go through people's desks. Exactly. That's what you do. This is the Barely Legal Radio program. Wow. Hard to believe we're in the second hour already. This is entertainment law. This is entertainment business news. And your calls, if you want to call the program at 877-520-1150. 877-520-1150. If you got a band or you're writing a book or you got painting a picture or maybe you are got a puppet show or a Facebook page. You got a Facebook page, you got all kinds of intellectual property issues you don't even know about. So you should probably call the show and if you don't have a question, I'll ask you one. How's that? Okay. Okay, Mr. Sunday Night Radio guy. I you know, I was listening to radio today and it can be pretty bad. So I think you're lucky that you're listening to this show because if you change the channel, uh you either got political crap about uh CNN versus Donald Trump or you got at this hour, you know, mega vitamins and you know chiropractors, mortgage stuff, financial stuff so you're you're in the right place, and you can call and you can participate if you want. The first story we're going to get to in this hour is the landmark controversial case going on right now against the internet or by or for or involving the internet movie database. We all like the internet movie database, don't we i m d b mm-hmm great website, right, what would we do without it? You ever troll my page on the uh, internet movie database, Miguel? I didn't even know you had one. Well, check it out. Let me you know what you think. It's, it's see how, how high I'm doing in the rating scale. Okay. Because it says, like, you are number 3 billion in popularity this week, down 50,000. Click this button to find out why.
5: I almost had my own page on there on IMDb like two years ago. But and never then, quite, uh, oh, and then
3: they don't do adult films on there anymore. I remember that case. So, sorry about that. <laughs> You just keep trying. Oh, so Internet Movie Database. They're in some hot water. And part of it I- they deserve. You know they're owned by Amazon.
5: Did not know that. So it's Whole Foods now. Whole Foods just got bought by Amazon.
3: That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Hey, um. your rank your rank went down. Hey, it went down? Yeah, but twenty three hundred. What's my what what is my rank? Twenty three <clears> thousand. Um, it doesn't say where you're at, but it just says that you went down twenty three thousand. Twenty three thousand. Mm-hmm. And it, usually it's because, um, I don't know, I have no series on the air right now. Mm-hmm. And when I have a series on the air, maybe um, people are saying, hey, the guy says he's a TV writer. Let's check. Oh, I saw his episode. Let's check it out. Oh. Or people in the industry are going, you know it's a really hot property right now? Joe Escalante. We should get him to write this next uh, true crime thing. And then they go and look for my name. And then you're a hot property. But right now, I guess no one cares. It also says your age. What does it say my age is? Mm, well, it says you were born in 1963. So they don't really tell you. No, no, they no, don't no, tell you age. Yeah, people have to just do. It. Says you're yeah. born. No, they, I'm too so they don't. to do the math. My age is confidential.
1: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No,
0: Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case,
1: I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Born in
3: 1963. That's all I'm telling. Because mm-hmm. I have to preserve my ability to work in the industry and fight ageism. And that's, the, that's what this is about, ageism. What does it say uh, I'm famous for in the uh, IMDb? Uh, true Nightmares, Agent Aliens, mm. Fear of the Punk Planet, mm-hmm. and Cake Boy. Cake Boy. Yeah, fine film. Yeah. Uh, so, True Crime and Aliens right now. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. A federal judge on Tuesday accused the Attorney General of abusing its power in this ongoing battle against the Internet Movie Database. Did you know that? Well, let me tell you about it. IMDB IMDB has sued to invalidate a state law that would require the site to remove actors' ages from their profile pages upon request. The site contends that the law, which is intended to combat age discrimination in the entertainment industry, is a straightforward violation of the first amendment. So we followed this case when there was a young uh, Asian actress who did not tell IMDB her age. she hid her age. Because she didn't, I mean, actresses really go through this. Where, where, you know, I mean, especially people who aren't white. Like they say, like, white people age like bananas. Uh, I was a comedian say that the other day. Uh, But Asian people and African Americans and Hispanics, uh, they can play a young person maybe a a, a little bit longer, is what they're, according to data that I'm looking at right now. I don't know who made this up, but this is this incredible stuff here. Um, So. You want to hide your age, especially, you know, if you can get away with it. And if they're saying, if you're going out for roles of a daughter, and then I'm playing the uh, 20-year-old daughter of a wealthy uh, businessman, and I'm I'm auditioning for it, and then someone says, how old is this one woman again? How old is she? Uh looks like she's 45 in this uh, IMDb page. Ooh, well, she can't play this role, but maybe she could play that role. Give her a chance to come in and read. She could knock your socks off. Why are you going to discriminate her, against her just because of her age? And then so she didn't want her her age known. So and then one day her age appeared on there anyway. And she thought, how did this happen? And how it happened is pretty nefarious. They try to get you to subscribe to IMDB Pro. IMDB Pro will give you more access to agent information production company production company information. If you're an actor and you want to know, uh, you know more info, oh, who's this person's agent? I'm going to call them and tell them I'd be right for the movie they're in, blah, blah, blah. So she subscribed to IMDb Pro. And to do that, you got to give a credit card and some information. Information They used that information to find out her age, and then they published it. Information where she was giving them money. Yeah, I'm going to subscribe to your thing. All right, here's some money. All right, thank you. Now we're going to tell people how old you are. Pretty mean.
5: Paid to shoot yourself in the foot.
3: Yeah, it's terrible. But so anyways, I I would say... That's bad the way it got, they, that they got into it, and that's why it became a case anyway. She eventually lost the case, but some California legislators thought they should pass a, a law that, that would require them to take your age off if you asked them to. And that sounds good if you're a politician and you want to hang out with actors and tell them that you're uh, you know raising money for that.
5: People just won't go on to Wikipedia and look. I mean, I don't even go on to IMDb. I just go on to Wikipedia.
3: Right, <laughs> right find that out other ways
5: wikipedia technically says that you know anyone can edit so we're not you know we're not necessarily saying anything's true but if you want to find someone's age the first place it goes is wikipedia so you know I
3: right kinda tricky. so but this is where most people go first and they wanted you know they were going to make a statement like why should the actors should should protest this place and they should the hollywood should stick together and, and fight ageism so it's, you know it's, it's, it sounds like a good cause, so some politician takes it up because he wants attention and wants to hang out with celebrities, I think. So he takes it up. They write a law. And what happens when, when Congress of California legislators write a law, they don't know anything about the Constitution. So they just write something that sounds good to them, and often it is unconstitutional. It happens all the time. That's what we have the courts for. So the courts are now telling the uh, people, the lawmakers, that this is unconstitutional. You can't tell people to take down the uh, the age of everybody and hide their age because you don't have a you don't have a compelling reason. That's restricted speech. You're restricting people's speech. You have to have a compelling reason, and if you don't have a compelling reason, an articulatable uh, reason that 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 serves some greater purpose, then you can't infringe on people's right to speak the truth, because the ages of these actors is the truth. And it's inconvenient that the truth is out there for many, but we can't trample all over the United States Constitution, according to this judge. I tend to agree with him. Yeah. But it's bad. Ageism is bad in Hollywood. This guy's name is Vince Chabria, the judge. But I think he's bold, uh, he's honest, he did the right thing. And now... You should do the right thing by calling this program at 877 520 1150 if you have a question or if you disagree with that. Maybe you think actresses' ages should be hidden and actors. Maybe you don't care. Maybe you got a question of your own for the program. Don't forget about Legal Zoom, who sponsors this program. And type in the word vandals when you go to Legal Zoom. Save even more money on their delicious documents. Legal Zoom.
1: Deep in the jungle in the land of adventure lives Horses oh, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I am Tor from jungle you can be my friend
3: Fairly Legal Radio Program, Joe Escalante here every Sunday from 5 to 7 with the Entertainment Law, Entertainment Business News, and your calls, uh, 877-520-1150 if you call the program. I would uh, talk to you about your question, entertainment law oriented, business oriented, maybe any showbiz advice, that kind of stuff. What do I do mostly now? Yeah. I, I write for cable television. Where all the good stuff is. And I got a tiny trickle left of my music career. But uh, man needs TV these days. Speaking of music, remember this fire festival we covered? A big mess. Big mess with the fire festival. Wow. Billy McFarland, if that's his real name has been arrested. He's the promoter of this festival that they had on some island in the Bermuda Triangle. That was where the problem started. You don't put on a a concert in the Devil's Triangle. Expect everything to go smoothly. So, let me get to the the description of the festival first because maybe you don't remember. Uh, The fire Festival collapsed when it was pitched as a high-end outing for millennials in the Bahamas, an ultra-luxurious event. Hyped by supermodels on Instagram, the festival advertised appearances by stars like Blink-182 and ticket packages as high as $400,000. That's a pretty good ticket package. It better involve drone bottle service. If it's not, it's a ripoff. But the whole thing was a ripoff. When guests arrived, they found only makeshift tents. So they had to arrive on an island, and they were stuck there. And makeshift tents, chaotic scene on a dark beach. Like weird cheese sandwiches were handed out to people. It was like Lord of the Flies. The organizers cited rough weather as one of the factors that doomed fire. But in a statement of the festival's website, it also admitted, we were simply in over our heads. How did he even get the money to put this thing on and stage it? Well, according to this lawsuit... By U.S. Attorney, headed by U.S. Attorney June H. Kim from the Southern District of New York, McFarland allegedly presented fake documents to induce investors to put over a million dollars into his company and the fiasco called the Fire Festival. If convicted, McFarland faces a maximum of 20 years in prison, but he will likely serve a lesser sentence. In addition to the federal charges, McFarland and Ja Rule, his partner in the venture, Ja Rule is a magician or musician whose real name, name is Jeff Adkins. And uh, they also face more than a dozen lawsuits. Stacy Richmond, a lawyer for Ja Rule, says that Ja Rule is not under arrest and we don't perceive him to be under arrest. But the other guy, Jeffrey McFarland, is under arrest. Um, and. So this guy, basically, he made fake documents. That's what they're saying. The charges are he made fake documents to get people to put money into his company. He lied about everything all over the place. And now he's been arrested and awaiting trial. Jim in Redondo Beach, you're on the air. Thanks for calling.
2: Mr. Escalante. Yes. How are you
3: doing, bud? Super. Thanks for asking. I only got about four minutes, so let's get to that question.
2: Okay, listen. I felt bad for you. You know, you're needing somebody to call in, and nobody's calling. I typically don't listen to this show.
3: I appreciate that because uh, things are dire here, and you've just saved the, the radio business.
2: <laughs> I'm hoping so. Yeah, you know, I only got a couple minutes. So I'm about to meet my dealer, but I've got I've got a question about my Facebook account. You know, you planted the idea. I figured I would bounce it back to you. Mm-hmm. My intellectual property. Do I own my what I think are just brilliant uh, political. I don't know it's almost commentary that that i that I spew constantly on my Facebook do I own that and what are my what are my rights to it? It kind of piqued my interest there okay.
3: earlier. it's a good question if you create something, you have an inherent copyright in it if it is minimally creative, you write a poem let's say you write a a poem or a limerick on uh and you put it on Facebook. you own that and you you don't even have to file a copyright there's an inherent copyright in it you can file. You could write it down and send it to the copyright office and get a registered copyright, and that would have some certain advantages to it. But since you have to pay $30 every time you do that, it would get old. So you have an inherent copyright in it, and if you really need to register something, you you could. But what is Facebook going? Can they take it and make a a book, a a collection of Jim's limericks since since maybe in the – uh, terms and conditions of Facebook, it says uh, sure. Facebook owns all the stuff, and click here if you agree.
2: And they could change that
3: at any time, too. So. Yeah, and they tell you to click it again. Nobody, No court would, would expect you to read those. Those are called contracts of adhesion. Um, they don't. They're not necessarily enforceable. Most of the time, they're not. And so no matter what it says in that Facebook thing, it's going to come down to most of the time what is just fair in a court if there is a dispute. So in general, you own it. And uh, okay. and 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 you can exploit it only, and they cannot exploit it other than you know whatever they're doing in their weird you know Facebook wall. They, they can't take it out and like made a book or something like that. Does that make sense?
2: It does, absolutely. And really quickly, you said you only have four minutes. There's actually another question I have that's very important. I'm actually a bulk emailer, mm-hmm. and I write. I think I write some amazing copy. I've been doing it for years and years, and it happens to be mortgage. Ironically, you were talking about uh, the other stations you can flip to and the the boring things that are on. Well, mortgage happens to be. Uh, the vertical that I'm in, and I write some kick-ass copy, and it's, and I'm able to write it to where it passes spam filters. I don't have any of the keywords, the buzzwords in there. And then I notice, because I fill out forms on other sites, I notice that my stuff is coming back in my inbox from other people. They're taking my copy. Of ah, course, I have at the bottom, what? I have Copyright 2017. It's bullshit, though. Or, whoa,
3: sorry. whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't say
2: things
3: sorry like about that. that. But, um, but I got to say... Uh, you know who cares? Who cares if someone steals something from a? Who cares if someone steals something from a bulk emailer? Right? I mean, who cares? I'm going to protect that guy. Okay. Um, I mean, he seems like a nice guy, but uh, that's because he makes so much money from bulk emailing and uh, and, and <laughs> bothering us. He's probably got a lot of money. He's probably happy. So, um, yeah, bulk email.
2: I don't care. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Escalante.
3: All right. Yeah, that's weird. We brought him back up. Hey, thank you, Jim. <laughs> so bulk email, yeah, that's like one of the things that, like, hey, who's doing this bulk email? And you want to, you want to grab whoever's doing it and you want to punch him. And we almost got that guy. Right? Mm-hmm. We almost got him. Let's trace his call and go back and get him. Because <laughs> I, I don't know how much, how much productive. How much productivity do you lose every day from sifting through this uh, this email spam?
5: Oh, there's so much of it every single day. I get stuff like hot, sing- my, hot singles in my area, Russian singles in my area. Uh, yeah, I think there's
3: Russian singles in my area anymore. The other one I got lately is uh, you may have crepey skin. You getting that?
5: One about my clothes look dirty, and it's it's cloths. cloths it's like your yeah. cloths look disgusting. They look dirty. I'm like okay.
3: Now let me respond to that because I like the way you spoke clothes, and maybe I might like more about you. Um. Yeah. It's. It, it, this is one of the biggest scourges on humanity right now. Correct.
5: It's pretty bad.
3: Yeah. So I don't know. I'm. I'm glad we. Um. Let's find him. We'll get him. We'll bring him back here. We'll, and we'll uh, flog him on the air.
4: Yeah, that's what you guys.
3: Barely legal radio. Uh, continues. Uh, we got one more um, half hour left. It's going to be magical. And we'll be back